Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, and welcome to another wonderful week at the School of Sellers podcast. Today, I am welcoming one of my very dear TPT friends, who is one of the most creatively brilliant people I know, especially behind the camera. So without further ado, I would love to welcome Kelly Harville to our show. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Kelly is a joy and here we go. Well, my friends, I am so excited to welcome Kelly Harville to the show today. Many of you probably know Kelly already for the amazing work she does inside the TPT community. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Erin. I'm super happy to be here with you. So little behind the scenes secret, Kelly and I actually recorded an episode back in what, the fall or even was it the, the end of the summer last year? I think so. Yeah. And due to many tech headaches, it never actually ended up recording. So thank you, Kelly, for being on our show for a second time, I guess, (laughs) officially. (laughs) But the other episode will just never see the light of day, unfortunately. So Kelly is here to talk to us today about the wonderful world of mock-ups. And Kelly, I know we have a lot to talk about, but I want you to tell us first your TBT story, like how you got started and just your, your background. Okay. Anything Um, you want to tell us? (laughs) Well, my background is I am a speech pathologist for preschoolers, but my background is also photography. I was a photographer before I went to grad school for speech pathology. So when I found out about TPT. I found out about it through my friend Emily at Emily Education because I was doing her oldest daughter's infant images. So I would always gift a teacher in my school if they were pregnant. One of the the gift I would give them was a free photo shoot for their child anytime in the first year of their life. And Emily was taught at my school. I did not know her because she taught in a grade level that I wasn't working with, but she invited me into her home and I shot her images of her beautiful daughter, Addie Jane, who's like a first grader now, I think. And she had been doing TBT. So just in conversation while we're, you know, in the house, she started telling me about it. And I was like, well, tell me more about this. And by the end of the session, I said to her, okay, let's make a deal. Like I will give you a year, like four shoots for the first year of Addie Jane's life. If you in trade teach me about TPT. And her husband, Jake was like, oh, we're getting a really good deal out of this because it's really not (laughs) hard to learn, but I'm an in-person learner. So that helped me. She got me started in my store and I created products for speech pathologists using photos. And then I just started getting more and more questions about from TPT sellers who I would do their branding shoots. And they would start telling me about what they struggled with in their stores photography. And I was like, well, I think I could do that. I think I could do that. And so that's how Speaking of Images came to be. And the name came from speaking because I'm a speech pathologist and images because I'm a photographer. So put those together and that's where it came from. Uh, I mean, it really cannot be any more perfect. I love that name and I love the story behind it. I don't think I've ever heard that side of the story. And I love, I love that that's what you gifted your coworkers. Like how perfect. 
<laughs> yeah, it's super fun. And, you know, I work in a school that have has a lot of teachers that are young. So I get to do them. I'm doing one in April. You know, I, I still do them. So Aww, that's fun. so cool. Well, gosh, that's amazing. So Kelly, like, like you mentioned, you have, now you have a membership for TPT sellers called Speaking of Images which is where Kelly has a lot of her mock-ups, which she is here to talk about with us today. So let's kind of back up just for a minute in case there's anyone listening who is like, what the heck is a mock-up? What are they talking about? How would you explain mock-ups to someone who is new to the world of mock-ups? The way that I explain it is that a mock-up photographer basically does the background work. So I will style an image. I will set it up with props. I will have it well lit. I will edit it. And then what the seller would do is you would just drop your product into that already set up photo that's been professionally shot, edited, styled. And so it basically alleviates the stress that a lot that I hear a lot of teacher sellers have of setting up a ring light and how do I get rid of these shadows and what do I do? You know, I'm not the greatest at creating products because that's not what I do, but I do photography. So I firmly believe that we as business owners shouldn't have to do all the things. And so I tried to make that easier for the sellers by basically creating a beautiful frame for them. And then they dropped their resource in. And the whole purpose of it is to showcase your work and not mine. So that's what a mock-up does. I love that. And as you were describing it, it's kind of incredible these days. I feel like in the TPT community, you can basically like build your TPT toolbox from various things. And one of those huge things I feel like is the mock-ups and the images that you use to create. So if you feel like your tools in that area are missing, I strongly recommend Kelly's groups and her products They're amazing. And I would say, like in terms of programs that people probably use your mock-ups for, I would say that PowerPoint and Canva are probably the biggest two. Are there any that I'm forgetting? Some people do Keynote. And I believe Google Slides is coming up as a next forerunner. I have worked in all of those but Google Slides. So I need to play in there a little bit just to kind of see what's going on and if there are things that are different. But Mm -hmm. the, the main, when I poll my audience, I ask them and the main two that come up are PowerPoint and Canva. I use both of those for very different things. But I think that a lot of new sellers who are coming on and learning, they learn how to how to create things in PowerPoint. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons that's one of the bigger ones. Yeah. But really, I mean, you can use them so many different ways. And I I think in addition to saving time, because there's nothing, I mean, I feel like product photography is one of the most time consuming activities. You know, when you think about getting all of your equipment out, you know, lining everything up and then the editing that happens after, I mean, it's a whole process. So I would say like saving Time is amazing, but it also saves teachers money because that equipment is not cheap. All of those lights and backgrounds and everything. Exactly. And it's, you know, what breaks my heart is how many people I hear about that have resources that they've created that are sitting on their hard drives because what's holding them up is the product photography. And I just think we're all in this mm-hmm. as a business, right? And so it just, I, I'm so happy to see when people come on and try the mock-ups and say, you know, I don't really know how to use these, but I want to try it. And I'm stressed out from having to set up those photos because I want to get those things off of your darn hard drive and get them into your stores. 
Well, that's why it's really helpful that you have the photography background too, because once people are using your mock-ups, I've seen them ask questions inside your Facebook group and you're able to then give them tips about like adding shadows and just little tweaks you can make to make things look really realistic. And I think that's awesome. Styling is an art. It's kind of like, I am not I, I mean, I don't, I'm in a black sweatshirt. I am not a style person when it comes to clothes. And I have a friend of mine who can put an outfit together from any four things you could drag out of your hamper. And I'm just like, I don't have that skill. Or an interior designer who can come in and say, you know, if the couch was moved into this direction and we put this drape or pillow and it changes the whole look of the room. And it's just, right. that's not a skill set that I have. I have that skill set when it comes <laughs> to photography. I know in photos, where your eye goes, how a photo is read. And so those kinds of things make up a difference, make a difference when someone's saying this just like this cover, it just doesn't look right. And I can't figure out why. And then we'll give a little couple of tweaks and they'll retry it. And they're like, Oh, I never knew that. So yeah, it's just, it's learning those design elements too, that do make a difference on how someone reads a photo. Yes, absolutely. And I think One of my personal favorite features of mock-ups is, well, you know, I love to like batch things and I like to systematize pretty much everything. So if, if there are sellers out there who find themselves creating a lot of things in one sitting, I think mock-ups are a great solution because of the time-saving aspect of them. So let's say that a seller has a mock-up, they've put their product photo into the mock-up let's just give our listeners an idea of where all the possible places that that image could end up because you can use mock-ups for so many things to market your resources. Absolutely. So the one thing you want to keep in mind is the aspect ratio of wherever you're ending up putting it and it's optimized for different things. So let's start with the TPT cover is square. We wanted to make it square. We want, and you can use that then that same image, you can also create a video from them for your video previews. And you can use that in Instagram on your feed. Then if you wanted to, you could put it in stories, Instagram stories with a different background, you know, on it to Instagram stories are nine by 16 and not square. So while you can fit a square into it, it's not optimized for that, but you can take a nine by 16 mock-up or even a Pinterest mock-up, depending on what's on the image and crop it down a little bit and use it in a story pin. You can use it in an Instagram reel. You can use it in an Instagram story. So the point is you don't want to have to reinvent the wheel every single time. Right. You want to think about that aspect ratio when you're designing for certain things, because you can drop it in, but it's not going to look good. And if it doesn't fit the native platform, what they're looking for, people are going to scroll past it just because it's it's too small or something like that. Absolutely. I will say that the one loophole I found, and obviously this doesn't work in all the situations, but if you're planning on adding captions to your reel or whatever, it sometimes is doable to have the square on the top and leave like the bottom portion for your caption and then the, the generated captions, you know, but I agree. Like it's, there's usually it's, that's why it's nice that you offer the different sizes and Well, like you say, for a reel, you know, you want to keep, you don't want to put text way at the top or way at the bottom because if it shows Mm -hmm. up, you don't see that. So the square can give you some room to do that. Yep. Yeah. But in case you weren't keeping track, that was like at least 10 different ways to use one mock-up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a low ball number. (laughs) Absolutely. It is super time-saving. 
Okay, TPT sellers, quick note for all of my friends out there who love to geek out over their TPT business with other sellers. I would love to personally invite you to join School of Sellers Ignite, a work club that is open to any and all TPT sellers. Ignite is the first membership of its kind designed to not only deliver monthly challenges with prizes, but also provide space and resources to work alongside other sellers. One of our main goals is to give you the community and accountability that's missing from your business life. We will have power hour work sessions, prizes for challenges, and so much more. Join today at schoolofsellers.com slash ignite. When you were talking about batching, do you want me to talk a little bit about how sure. I teach yeah. my members how to do batching? So my membership is called the Image Maker Membership. I think earlier we said speaking of images, but the name, that's my business name. The name of the membership is Image Maker Membership. And I can speak to that because that's what I know. But in that membership, members can search by different terms. So let's say you make task cards and you're spending the weekend creating five new task card products. Then you can search in the membership for task card mockups and you'll get hundreds. And then you can take the ones that are square and just punch out a bunch of covers. And then you can punch out a bunch of thumbnails because those are square too. You can do some animations and create a preview. So that's one way that members batch. They also batch by, let's say, if they are creating reels or story pins or whatever, they can search in the gallery by orientation of the image. So they can search pin interest, pin templates, or what's a pin, pinch or something. And mm -hmm. all of the ones will come up. Maybe they're doing boom cards. Same thing. You can search for, if you're doing pins for boom cards that weekend, you can search for iPads in a horizontal position with a Pinterest format and, you know, a couple hundred will pop up and then you can figure out which ones you want to do. So the members have really helped me in terms of ways to tag the images for those purposes. So I will, I've asked, how do you guys batch things? How do you want me to help you save the time? And so mm -hmm. the feedback that they've given me has really helped me to figure out ways to tag the images so that they can save time for their batching. You really do take your membership to a whole new level with that, the way that you take that feedback into consideration. And you're also really intentional about asking for what types of images sellers are needing. So I think that's really important um, when we're thinking about mock-ups, like our needs are constantly changing in terms of what products the sellers are making. So it's nice to have a large variety of images to choose from. Yeah. And when you're serving preschool or early childhood through secondary, you know, mm -hmm. you need to have some flexibility. <laughs> now, would you say there are any products that don't work as well for mock-ups or would you say that pretty much any product can be used? I would say the ones that are hardest are when you're doing a craft activity that requires multiple pieces to be physically put together. You could still take a photo of that and drop it into a mock-up, but that's the one that I've had the hardest time with. And I know a lot of people have asked me like, how do I do that? And you can still do that and we can remove the background and stick it in somehow. And I'm you know, always looking for ideas. So I was like, if you want to send me some, we can play with this. I'm not going to print it out and cut it out and do all of that. But right. I'm going to try to figure out, is there a way to do this digitally? But that's probably the one area that is the only area that I can think of yeah. off the top of my head that we can't somehow work into a mock. 
That is just so cool. There really is no limit to what you can do with them. Now, if sellers are listening and they're like, I want to start using mock-ups, but I haven't, like maybe they haven't tried them yet, or they've been just kind of playing with the idea of mock-ups, what would be the best thing for them to do to start? How can they learn? That's a really, that's a very well-timed question for me. (laughs) This week, I've been doing this pop-up group with another membership and we've gone together and done a pop-up to work our two areas together. And it's been really fun for me to have, and the group has been really active, like lots of comments on lots of questions. And so people have been asking me, okay, I want to use this, but I can you show me, like send me a video to show me how to do it. And so it kind of jogged my mind of, okay, I'm the same way. I'm a visual learner. So what I've decided is we're closing that pop-up group this coming Friday, and I'm going to start a free Facebook group for sellers that's called Mock-Up Mastery for TPT sellers. And that's what it's going to be about. So every month we'll tackle a different kind of a mock-up and members or people who join that, if they want the actual images that I'm going to be playing with, there's a way to get those. And it's kind of like a way for them to be able to practice. How do I do this with a tech mock-up? How do I do this with the print? And they can ask questions and we can play around in there. But that feedback back and forth, I think is important for someone to really try to figure it out and not be afraid to ask because we all start somewhere. So don't be afraid to ask how you do something. So that's amazing because now they have a free Facebook group where they can try everything out. And mm-hmm. that's, I'm thinking like, even, even though I'm currently in your membership, that group will even be beneficial for people like me, you know, who already have Absolutely. access to the membership because just those little tech pieces, you just never know what's going to give you the light bulb moment when you're watching somebody do something and you're like, oh, that's what I've been doing wrong or, you know, just little tips and tricks that you never knew existed. Yeah. And it helps me to be perfectly honest. It stretches my creativity because again, I understand TPT. I understand stores. I understand most of what sellers needs are, but when someone pops something new into me, I'm like, Oh, this is kind of fun. It's like a project that I have to figure out. And what am I missing in the membership that needs to support that? So it's a, it's a give and take. It's a win-win for both of us. Well, I, I know I speak for a lot of sellers when I say we appreciate your responsiveness to our, <laughs> you know, all of our questions and requests, because you're so good at like taking what we need and then literally making it your next photo shoot. So it's really cool. It's kind of cool to see your end of things too, like the behind the scenes. Of the yeah, it is. Stuff. It's it's fun. And it's also for me, like I talked about at the beginning, I came from shooting photos of people. So it's been fun to incorporate that into the membership too, because I do model shoots of students and adults that stand as teachers. And then I can say to the members, okay, I have a middle school aged boy and a you know high school aged girl. What do you guys want? And it's hilarious. <laughs> Some of the things that come up and I have to get a lot of clarification, like, why do you want a picture of her feet walking? Like what... <laughs> Tell me what you mean. And then the teacher said, well, I do gallery walks. And so I thought it would be fun in a blog post. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that that makes sense. So laying on the floor in a bathroom, in like aiming at a hallway, and the girl (laughs) just walked back and forth. But it turned out really good. And so it was kind of like, needless to say, I wouldn't have thought of that one. So they they gave me some (laughs) good ideas. Yeah, it's really cool to see people's visions and just like the random requests that they will ask you for. (laughs) Exactly. And there are some I can't do. I cannot shoot in a classroom. There are a lot of copyright laws. 
all of my student models, their parents sign a model release. Um, mm-hmm. That's they, they, We don't do it if they don't want to do that. So they, the parents know very well how our members use these. But when you know people will ask, can I get a group of kids in a classroom with the teacher in the front of the room? You have to get permission from the school. You have to get signed consent for all of those p- kids. So that's a very difficult shoot to do. I imagine, I, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but one of my like dreams is to have one day have like a, a central location where we just have like a warehouse of like different places to like stage photos and like a TPT creative, like, oh. you know, that, that sellers could like rent out. Well, you let me know. Cause I will be there. <laughs> right. Like that I would just be so cool. Yeah. Well, okay. This is, so we got a question right before we started chatting. We got a question on Instagram and I thought it was super interesting. So based on how amazing mock-ups are, would you say that product photography is going out of style? Oh, definitely not. Oh, a hundred percent. No. And <laughs> there are some great courses and, and course creators who teach how to do product photography with your phone. I'm not one of them, but there are people out there that do it. And then there are, and, and then some of the sellers really get into it and it's super fun for them. So I would say definitely not. I'm just trying to save you time and get those darn resources off your, off your hard drive. But no, I don't think that it's going anywhere at all. Good. I like hearing that. I think there's, I mean, there's just room for all sorts of styles. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's so cool. Well, you know, I like to end things on a a lighter note and so I'm going to ask you some just for fun questions. Oh, okay. Here we go. I and, remember this from last time. I don't yeah, remember right? the question, but I remember <laughs> there were a couple that I was like, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting that. I might spring a new one or two on you. We'll go see. Right ahead. Okay. Do you have like a go-to drink while you work that you always have at your side? I'm pretty boring. I do water with lemon and in the winter I do hot water with some lemon in it, but I just, I'm always dehydrated. So I am that person who, you know, needs to have the water after I've had like two lattes, of course, that's a given. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's boring. I'd say regular water, maybe, but lemon water is fancy oh, in my yeah, house. Oh, yeah. I'm spawning it up big time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, are you currently watching anything good? Oh, let's see. What do I want? Okay. My train wreck show of the moment is Love is Blind because it's such a train wreck. I just, it just cracks me up. I would say that's one of them. And then this other show a friend told me about, it's called Resident Alien. Have you heard about that? No. So it's, I I think it's on the sci-fi network. I'm not a big science fiction fan, but it's about this guy who lands, an alien who lands in Colorado, this small town in Colorado, and he has to transform himself into a human. And I love it as a speech pathologist because as he's, you know, he clearly doesn't know the the social stuff (laughs) on the earth. So it's super fun. He's very quirky and there are some quirky characters in it, but that's another one I've kind of started watching and it's a crack up. So it's called Resident Alien. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. it's I'm willing willing to branch out a little, you know, I love Love is Blind. That show is fantastic. (laughs) Well, and I really like how they're dropping it this, this time where they give you like four episodes a week or something like that, Uh but you don't feel like you have to watch the whole season. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's pretty comical. It really is. It really is. Okay. Obviously I'm a big like food and drink person. All of my questions are always about food and drink. (laughs) Are you team Taco Bell or team Chipotle? Oh, I am team Mexican food. I would probably (laughs) say uh, team Chipotle because I have some issues with gluten. And so it's harder at Taco Bell. That's understandable. I'm also, I like both as well. All right. What about if you were going, if you were going to a desert Island for a month? (laughs) Send me now. (laughs) 
Hi, yeah, I'll come with you. What <laughs> what three items would you bring to keep your business afloat while you're there? Oh, geez. If I knew I got to go ahead of time, I would hope I batched enough stuff ahead of time, right? <laughs> the desert island wouldn't have a lot of power. I would bring sunscreen, definitely, because okay. I'm a pale person. And I would bring, this is really boring too, but chapstick. Those are my two must-haves. Okay. Um, and then in terms of the business, I think if I had my iPhone, I could... You know, I'm, I'm pretending this desert island has Wi-Fi. But like, if I brought my professional camera, which is what I typically shoot with, I'm stuck with it. I mean, there's not a lot. There has some Wi-Fi capability, but not a lot. Whereas the phone, I could make something work. That is, I like that answer. What kind of, do you have an iPhone? I do. I have an iPhone 12 Pro, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, whatever the top one. Well, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> I was going to say, in these days, like an iPhone is, it has such good quality that it would be a good second option for a camera any day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Great answers. Well, do you have any parting advice for our audience listening today? It can be TPT advice or mock-up advice, anything. I would say the thing that, that I have really had to fight with myself is that whole comparison game. And there are a lot of sellers in our market. I am friends with other sellers who sell mock-ups. I'm good friends with sellers who sell mock-ups. We are, I don't feel we're in competition, but I think there's room for everybody and that you shouldn't compare where you are right now to where somebody else is right now. Cause you don't know what they did before. You don't know if they have a team of people behind them. So some of that can get a little bit daunting and discouraging. And so I just, you know, put on my blinders and stay in my lane. And I just think whoever needs my stuff will come to me Everybody doesn't need my stuff. And I'm totally good with that because I can't serve everybody. Right. Um, but I think that that as, as sellers, you develop your own style and you'll be able to find maybe the mock-up artist that fits your style or whatever. But there's there's something out there for all of us. And I'm excited about the opportunities that gives us. I love that. I think oh, that's like the perfect note to end on. Oh, Kelly, <laughs> thank you so much. This was awesome. I can't wait for this episode to air. Well, thank you. And I hope people will want to check out the Facebook group. And Tell us again um, the name of the Facebook group. It's going to be called Mock-Up Mastery for TPT Sellers. Right. And let me know where I can buy the ticket for that desert island we're going to. Because Okay. <laughs> I'll be right up. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Kelly. 